Okay, second the small line, Chavzayin Mebeis, Tan Rabbanan. Tan Rabbanan. Maisa Rebbe Eliezer, Sheshavas, Begolo Le'olyein, Besukarsa, Shavirich, and Mariloi. It was a story with Rebbe Eliezer, that he was Shavas, and Shavas, as we explained yesterday, means he came for Shabbos. What? Well, it, it's true. It only was clear later on, but it, it's really, the Rechonah says it's really taich. But he if, says, you, if you sing that a halal meal, then what's the point in bringing the whole Gemara? Because no, because we thought it was Shabbos of Yantif. Oh. Okay. Yeah, in other words, originally we thought it was Shabbos. We knew it was Shabbos. I mean, Zerachanar says the word itself, the Gemara understood, means Shabbos. We thought it means Shabbos in during Sukkot, so Shabbos during Pesach. Oh, well, actually, first during Sukkot, then. Right. Right. But the word itself is referring to Shabbos. So, Ma'asar Beloi, Liazar, Shabbos, Begol, Eliyam, Besukot, Shabbos, Yechanan, Beloi. But he came for Shabbos again, and the Havin was Shabbos during Sukkot. The Havamina of, let's say, Shabbos Cholomayid or Shabbos Aviantiv, either which one, in the Sukkah of Yechem Berlai. Bikisaria, Amalei Bikisaria Yain. Vigia Chamala Sukkah. And the Chama reached the Sukkah. Amalei, Mao Shefesh Lev Sandin. Ask Yechanan to Reliezer, can I go and spread a Sandin? We said the Shiloh was. Is there an issue of being Mesa Valayla of adding on to an oil, which is the Sukkah? He changes the subject, doesn't respond. As we'll see later on, why he doesn't respond. Amai didn't want to respond. And he says, there's no shaven from Yisrael that didn't have a shaven. Didn't have any sort of judge. Rashi quotes the whole list of all the shvatim, who the shaven was, etc. Fine, no response. The sun crept further and now reached half the sukkah. Again, Question's more urgent now. Amalei Mao Shefesh Lev Sadin, can I go and spread a Sadin on top of the Sukkah? Amalei, no. Again, changing the subject. In the Chokol Shefesh Shefesh Yisrael, Shneosim Menu Nevi'im. There was not one Shefesh in Klai Yisrael, the Nevi'im didn't come out. And Shefesh Yudu Vinyamin, even though there wasn't Nevi'im, Hemidu Malachim Api Nevi'im. They still had Malachim, which was appointed through Nevi'im. Rashi points out there was Shaul David who appointed by Shmuel. Okay, again. If he knew his sheet, why did he keep asking him? If you what? If he was, he was a Talmud, and he knew what his Rebbe's sheet is, what, if he got the first thing... He, well, he, he didn't. Him, what? I mean, he, he didn't know what his Rebbe's sheet was. No, I'm saying that he knew that his Rebbe wouldn't paskin unless he knew. Oh, he knew so he wouldn't paskin. So as soon as he asked him one time, why would he know answer. that you're saying he was enough of a Talmud to know it? To know that, like, to know that uh, point? Interesting. I mean, all he needs to ask is once, then he gets the point. He gets the that is, Rebbe won't, won't respond without, without a... Uh, like uh, here, uh, here. That's a good point. It's a good point. I, I guess it sounds like till the second point he wasn't, uh, he wasn't so clear. It's like, why else did he change the subject for? So, I don't. Know. I hear. It's, it's a good horror. It's a good horror that he was. It sounds like it sounds like he probably, he probably should have known that for sure. From one time, he should have known that. Okay, it's a good horror. Okay, so the master asked him a second time again. No response. Changes the subject. So not all Yechanan Sadin appears on Yechanan takes the Sadin, takes the, the sheet, and spreads it on top of the sukkah. And we explained yesterday that Yechanan held, and his own sheet there was, that it was mutter, alisan shasatrak. So his shayla was only before the sun came as a mutter. But once the sun came as a makam tsar, was a makam of difficulty, it was bothering them, he all for sure was mutter. And that was his own sheet. So he obviously didn't. Was Makabad from his Rebbe? Yeah, the Shita. The Lamaisi held, you could do it once in the Shah Satrak, once in the Makam Tsar, you could do it. Okay, so, so that's why he did it. 
Because maybe you assume that there's different levels. It's different psaac for different levels. Right, so he held that. Because right. Lemaister Hifshar Velezer, Talisa Me'achayrev, Velezer throws over his talus over his back, and the arts and he leaves. Shmuley said, Geval, the Gibshah yesterday, in this yesterday, he threw his, his talus over his shoulders, he didn't want to be Nana. Besides, Rashi points out that he wanted to leave because he didn't want people to accuse him of passing in a certain way when he didn't necessarily hold that way. He also didn't want to be Nana, he didn't want to enjoy or benefit from the, from the tzel, so he throws his talus over his acher. If not, why is Igmar throwing this in? That was Shmuel's deer. I didn't write it down yet. I should. And this will be in print. That'll be in print. Lamaisa. Right, once you write it down, it's in print. It's, it's, it's official. Right, then we're going to put in the new Kinyi Masechta Sefer coming out. So that was that was the He said, he want to be Nana. And he left. Why did he leave as he pointed out? Rashi says he, wanted, he left because he didn't want anyone to accuse him or think that he passed and it was okay. So he left. And therefore he walked out. Fine, end of the story. Now the Gemara just explains and dissects the story. First thing the point says, why didn't you respond? Why didn't you want to answer his Shiloh? It's not because he was, he was, uh, having, he was hacking him a Chinik with his Shilohs, he was just trying to knock him off and just brush him away without answering him. That's not the Pshat. He wouldn't respond to any halachic Shiloh that he didn't hear from his Rebbe. His Rebbe was Rechel Menzakis, we'll see in the next Gemara. And Lamaisa didn't want to respond. He didn't have a psaac from his Rebbe in this Shailah. So he didn't want to respond. So he just changed the subject. So that's one point. Then, now is the point that really we're bringing this Gemara for. How do you go and leave his sukkah in the middle of sukkahs? Vamravi Lets himself hold. You cannot leave his sukkah and go from one sukkah to the other. And the assumption was he left the middle of Yantif. And that was back to the Archanera we said before yesterday in Rashi. That the Gemara starts off, Shashavas and he only came for Shabbos. Only came for Shabbos means he was there for part of the sukkahs in his own sukkah. He came only for Shabbos to this sukkah. Obviously, he's traveling in the middle of sukkahs. How can he travel in the middle of sukkahs? If Elazar Shita is, and it's in the sukkah of sukkah, as we learned to the top of the Amid. Chagas sukkahs, you have Shivas Yam, you have to have this one sukkah for all seven days. You can't have a sukkah which is partly for one part of sukkahs and partly for a different part. It's not acceptable. So, how do you leave? We're bringing that down for that reason, or for the reason that you have to see your Rebbe every yomtiv. No, for this for this reason. Steering over the the next point will be about about well, not not yomtiv, but about leaving with your family. That's that's the second point, right? The second kasha. This kasha was about well, as a sheet that says you cannot leave sukkah, you cannot leave your sukkah with sukkahs. How is it possible he left? Regalach Rabbi. The says you're right. How he got there? Or no, how is he allowed? To, how luckily how, how is he allowed to leave? What? On how come he came in the middle of the sukkah, right. or how come he walked out of the sukkah now he's switching now? No, no, how come he left in the first place? Okay. First place, because it could be afterwards he left and maybe he didn't go down to the sukkah afterwards. Maybe mm-hmm. it was Taka Potter, maybe it was Taka Mistar, or whatever. It doesn't say he went to a different sukkah. Oh. Right? It doesn't say. But what does say clearly is the Lachanar, we said that he spoke yesterday, at the Lachanar says, for the fact that he starts off, Maestro Reliazer Shavas. Shavas means he came for Shabbos. Only for Shabbos, not for the rest of Yantif, which means he was somewhere else for the beginning of Yantif, or right. So then, obviously, he wasn't in one place for the whole Yantif. That was the kasha. How is he going from Sukkah to Sukkah? So it's very right. If this was Sukkah, there'll be a bomb kasha. But regular Achrahavis wasn't actually Sukkah. It was a different Yantif. What Yantif was it? Maybe it was uh, it was Shvuis. Maybe it was Pesach. It wasn't. It wasn't Sukkah. Or is it al No, like the, the whole shell of uh, putting the sada. 
No, the Shiloh was not about the Shiloh was about about Mesvalo Arai. That was it, right? It wasn't the Shiloh that. That was that, the half meter was they were dealing with um, on Sukkis, right. and still Taisus points out on that base on that base there wasn't a Sukkis issue because of it's it's also Meruba because right, only a Shabbos issue, but for sure on the Maskan it's only a Shabbos issue of of right, right. right. Fred, take more one second. If it's even a different yet, it's still a problem. Now we know that you can't, can't leave Yantif at all. For any Yantif, right? Whether it's Sukkot, whether it's Pesach, whether it's Shavuos, you can't leave. So the lazy people who stayed in their house because there's a halacha we learned last time. You have to misamech yourself and your family. If so, you can't leave on Yantif. You can't leave Yantif at all. So any Yantif you can't leave. Where's the Shabbos have? You're right. This story didn't take place Bechal and Yontif. It really took place on Shabbos. Nothing to do with Yontif at all. So we started off with a Havmin who was dealing with the Shabbos of Sukkot. Turns out it's the Shabbos of Shabbos, which means it's a regular Shabbos. Nothing to do with any particular Shabbos. It's a regular Shabbos. Okay. So that's what we ended off. That's, that, that's the end of the parts relevant to us. Now I think where it gets off, once we brought this down, we ask a Shail on the story itself. V'tif shalemi didei. Why didn't Eliezer respond to the Shiloh about putting on the Sadin from a Shita he himself held? Which obviously he got from his Rebbe, if he himself held that. The Snan, the Kakachaloin, the shutters of the window. If you have two conditions, number one, it's tied onto the actual wall. The shutters is tied onto the wall, the window. And totally has to be hanging, it can't be dragging on the floor. That means you want to have it as much as possible seen as part of the actual house. How do you see as part of the house? Tied onto the house number one, and it's hanging. It's actually suspended in the air from the short rope that's going onto the window. That is what's required to be considered part of the house, and therefore it's not considered adding onto the house if you now put the shutters in. So if it's kosher, but totally parking in by, then love ain't parking in by. If it doesn't have either one of those conditions, it's not tied, or even if it is tied, but it's not, it's not hanging and it's on the floor itself, it's disconnected enough now to the wind, to the to the wall of the, of the house, and you cannot put that shadow in on Shabbos or Yantif. They hold there's no issue, whether it's tied, whether it's hanging. They hold it's not considered. They hold do not hold this issue of being massive, of adding on to this of of being an issue. Totally mutter to go and do so. If you look at the bottom Rashi on the bottom line, Rashi is breaking you by. Even the Masukin Vaimalakach, it's made for that. It's made to go in there. Ain't the Labayin of Lamaisa, it's not considered a binion, not considered adding on to a binion. That's just a part of the structure of the house. It's an extreme example of this. I mean, it's more extreme. But there's a Shiloh, the person can talk about it, it sounds like a funny Shiloh. But how are you allowed to close a window on Shabbos in the first place? Why isn't that considered? Let's say the window's open, Shabbos starts, and you close the window. Why isn't that adding on to a house? You now added on a new three feet to the house. The answer is obviously it's Pashat. That's something which is made to open and close. It's not called adding on. That's, that's, we all know that. A door is the same Shiloh. How about open a door on Shabbos and close the door on Shabbos? Why is that considered breaking the house and you just made this new six-foot opening in the house? And then you close the door, you made this new six-foot closure in the house. The answer is made for that. So I'm actually saying it in the Rabbanon that even this case, it's not on a hinge. It's not built into the house like a door or a window. But the Rabbans still say, Kivan Shemasukin it's made, it means that's what its purpose is. We look at it as something which belongs there. If it belongs there, no one tells you that closing a window or closing a door is adding onto a house. 
So to the shutter, which belongs, is not considered adding on to a house. Vlasa says no. Very nice. A door, it's attached. A window is attached. A shutter, which is attached, also is okay. Kasher, Tali, that makes it attached. But if it's disconnected, and just the fact that it belongs there, according to Eliezer, is Taka still also on Shabbos. Consider Moisa was adding on to the, to, the, uh, to the oil. So the Gemara asks, according to Eliezer, we see clearly that it's Osir, if it's disconnected. So why don't we, why doesn't it learn out this sheet also, which is disconnected, should be Osir as well? So is this the Falafa though? The, the attached and it has to be... No, we all, we all like the Rabbanan. We go, we are, we are, the Halacha follows the Rabbanan. That you don't need it attached or... Okay. Right, so... Correct, correct. So, right, we hold anything which is made to go in and out, which is, again, built or structured that way, that gets a halacha of not considered adding or detracting from that, right? So that's a good example. That, that mechitza, which is made to come down, it has hinges which are made to come on and off. It's not regular hinges, actually. It's hinges which are made to come on and off. Like a regular hinge, you couldn't, obviously, you couldn't unscrew a door because it's not made to come on and off. But these mechitzas, which are structured in a way that they two latches and the whole thing lifts out, which is made to be put in and out, that's going to be mutter, even if it stays away for a long time. But that's, that's the chiddush. Right? If you close the door for, for a year, it's still mutter. Right? It's made to open and close. The fact that it stays that way for a long time, right? so these things are made to stay in potentially for a long time. It could come out every day. Right? They're just destruction away, which easily comes in and out. And that's why it's going to be mutter to take that. But that's an ex- excellent example. So the question is, why is it really as learned out from this halacha of pekakachaloyin to halacha of sadin? That in a way they're somewhat similar, not exactly similar, but the same you said, that if adding on to something which is detached is considered making a new structure, a new adding on to the house, why isn't the sadin as well? And the most is a very simple difference. Which means it's staying there for some extended period of time. It's made to sounds like to close up and maybe stay there for, and therefore it's a certain din of bittel. But here it's no bittel at all, just putting on top and a very flimsy type of, of, of covering for a very short period of time. That's not. So you see here the more differentiates now between timing does make a difference when you have certain type of the mice of according to Eliezer, he does differentiate in time. Right? Even though, again, we said before going to the and we don't differentiate. If you have a door closed forever, it doesn't make a difference because they hold that once it's made to open and close, it makes no difference. Well, Leezer, who does differentiate in what type of thing you're adding on, he says that would depend somewhat on time. Time does make a difference. Bittel, which is saying there somewhat for an extended period of time, that's going to be us. That's called Bimaisev on a binion, but something which is very temporary and not at all stay, not at all for any extended period of time, that's going to be Mater. What do you mean? The tiv shleim today means you should ask. You should learn from here, right? It should be yasser. And then the answer seems to be a reason why it should be. No, hasser would be mivat. The reason why over there it's yasser. Where? Ibad is It's be mivat. That's why it's yasser. But over here it could be it's better. Where? And therefore, it's, that's why it's Mosef. That's, that's why it's considered to be Mosef. Actually, it's Mosef. It's Osir, 
according to Beliezer, if it wasn't kosher v'toli, because it's... Cause, what? When it's not kosher right, When it's not kosher v'toli. When it's not someone fixed on there, it's usher, because that's considered to be adding on. So as Beliezer... Right, you'll leave it there. That's why it's somewhat of a semi-permanent addition to this house. And that's what Velezer says is usher. But our question of Velezer at least was, was questioning, or maybe he said he wasn't sure, was what would be if it wasn't. Very, it, was, it was just very temporary. What would be that lock that? He was not sure. He said he didn't, he had no psaka, that from his Rebbe, and therefore he didn't want to do anything. Okay, now we're going to explain who Velezer was and where he got the shita from. Tan Rabban. Master Velezer, Shashavas, Begol, Elyon. They asked him 30 different shaylas in Nochas Shamati. 12 of them he said, I heard. I have a psak in them. Psak from his rabbi, as we'll see. And if we responded, what the halacha was. 18 of them he said, I didn't have no psak. I didn't hear from my rabbi. I can't respond to them. Same story, but the opposite numbers. It's exactly the opposite vis-a-vis the numbers. Shmoyin Esri Amalem Shemati. 18, he said he heard from his Rebbe, and therefore he responded. Twelve of them he said, I didn't hear, and I can't respond. Everything you say is from Pia Shmoy, you have to hear from your Rebbe? Is that true? You can't possibly not hear from your Rebbe? Amalem, he said, he said, responded back to them. Are you going to force me and push me to say something? All my days. A whole list of things. Firstly, no one ever came before me to base Madrash. I was always the first one there. I didn't sleep in the base Madrash. Not a more permanent sleep, a longer sleep, not a nap, which is a bizarre to the base Madrash. I never left someone in the base Madrash and left, which means I was always the last one to leave. Which I looked up, I looked around in the first room, it's Pasha means ever, right? which um, David sent also. We, we just did that? Who, who is that? Likut? Okay, so I, it, I looked around a little bit, it seems like it's clear, it means he ever, never. He never spoke Sikhas Chulin, he never spoke words of Chulin. And the Chiddush was, as you mentioned, that even though Etamel Chacham's Sichas Chulin are Tzrichan Limbe, which means that Sichas Chulin are valuable, he still didn't speak Sichas Chulin. That was the Etzkemar's Chiddush. He was very machmer. Even though he was Etamel Chacham, wouldn't speak Sichas Chulin, which is valuable generally for Etamel Chacham, but he wouldn't do it. Only words of Torah. The Sichas Chulin that we talked about weren't Sichas Chulin. No. Sichas Chulin that we had in there Gemara. Why? The Gemara says, what causes Sichas Chulin? Yeah, but what was... Come on, Chafal Avon Vez, right? Well, yeah, but what was the Sikh Hashkul we're referring to there? That was a Mishnah, Sakhakul, right? Yeah, but, but the Gemara says, I feel a Sikh Hashkul, which means that what? Granted, right, but I'm saying, but it says All Sikh Hashkul. All Sikh I hear. That's the Pashtas. That, that, we're saying that anytime you hear Tamil Chacham schmoozing, you can learn something out from his words. So, his Sikh Hashkul means aren't just schmoozing, right? Uh, raid. Right? Some uh, raid in the gas. His Sikh Hashkul of what's. Uh, what the benefit from? He still wouldn't speak Sikh Hashkul. I mean, that's where it's different levels of Sikh Hashkul that he wouldn't do like silly stuff that he would do. Okay, so what's the chiddush of that? I think, I think my show is one of the points is that I've got. It's really more bias from Sikh Hashkul over there. That was the mice with with the. Uh, <coughs> Taviyavdi, right? That's what type of Sikh Hashkul is that? That's that's argumentary raid or that's, uh, that's whatever. What we were saying. So okay, but 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 the mice was saying over a story. Bart was a story. It was a story about Tavi Avdi. He said he never. He, he didn't say even 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 a sikh school 
in a schmoozing way, it sounds right. He would only say, right? He would only do talk and learning mamish. So it sounds like, yeah. Article translates to idle chatter. Uh, right. Is there a difference between idle chatter and then just casual conversation? On- so it, it could be. It could, it could be. It's the same language, right? Sichas, the one who uses the same language as it does in Chafal of Days, right? Lashimu is Sichasi. I feel it's Sichas Tamachal. It doesn't say Sichas Chulun over there. So right. right, it doesn't say Chulun. Right, so here he's saying, huh. some of our burger is saying, maybe Sichas Chulun means a lower level. Sichas Tamachalchem is just uh, discussion or talk of a, of a, of a, of a right? What's the word Havai? No, that's like that's what same thing. Like Kavai is like uh, empty. Lower. Yeah, yeah. It's like right. Okay, uh, so it, it could be saying that Chulin like is a lower level. That's where, that's where, that's where it's coming from. But either which way, right? That was the sh- the Shavach. Uh, I think I think my show is one point. I have to look at it again. So someone pointed this out that he wouldn't even speak even Tam Chacham's words are are chashim. But either which way, but he didn't speak Zichas Chulin. Vleimati Dover. This is the point that we're trying to get to. He never says something which he didn't get from his Rebbe, ever. Fine. And that's the... He was complaining, don't push me to say something which I didn't hear from my Rebbe. His own psak. It's not psak. Not psak halacha. Psak he felt he was and he couldn't do it. And now the Gemara says he got this from his Rebbe. Amr al ben Zakai, who is the Rebbe of Rebbe Mi'amad. I also never spoke He didn't walk down Amis without Torah and without wearing Tfilin. He didn't. No one came before him. Mesmedrish. Shalei says yesterday, who came first? Well, the Ezra or or Yechem Zakei. Not sure. Could be both came at the same time, or could be means that they were in the Mesmedrish. It's a Chaysnish. Certain times Chaysnish, but. Also, then sleep in Mismedrish, not a nap or a longer sleep. They wouldn't even think in learning, which he held as actually mutter. In sort of dirty alleyways, which could potentially be an issue of thinking words of terror there. He didn't do it, even though he held those mutter, it was machmer. Again, he didn't leave anywhere in Mismedrish and leave. He wouldn't, no one found him, sitting in quiet, which means even when he was learning, as we mentioned yesterday, like from the Masha, he didn't sit there quietly. He sat there and learned out loud, because the Gemara brings down that a person always has his host to learn out loud. It, don't forget, you, t- you don't forget you're learning this way. So no one ever found him. No one opened the door for Tamidim, he himself went to do it. Sounds like it was like a, an Anivas that he went to open the door of himself for his Tamidim. He himself also never said something which he didn't get from his Rebbe. Who was his Rebbe? We'll see in a moment that was Hillel Azakin. Never said, time to end. This is the source I'm thinking for all camps, right? Learning never ends, learning never ends. Right, and then learning groups are now over. Right, remember that? What? <laughs> However, right, this is the source. This is the source. He never said learning groups are over. He never said it's time to stop learning. So here's the source for it. Well, the Amru, Agiyah, Islam, Mesmedrish, it's time to stop learning from the Mesmedrish, time to get up from the Mesmedrish from learning, twi- except for twice a year. Chutz, Mi'arav Psachim, except for Erev Pesach, Rashi has two reasons. One, because the Karim Pesach, and the second reason is to put the children to sleep. 
that they should have a nap on Erev Pesach because they shouldn't fall asleep by the Seder. So he felt that was important enough to stop learning for it. As Rashi points out, that's what to eat. And he felt that was important enough to stop learning. And therefore he would even throughout the day, the mitzvah of Achila overrode the din of learning. And that's what Ezra's Talmud was knowing afterwards. This Hanhaga, I'm not saying anything which you didn't hear from his Rebbe. Oh, now we're going to see who his Rebbe was. Tanur Abadan, Shmoinim Talmidim Hayalil Azakin. It was 80 Talmidim that Hayalil Azakin had. Shleishimayam, 30 of them, Ruyim Shatishulav Shkina Kamesha Rabbeinu. Incredible thing. It was fitting that the Heshav Shkina, that the Shkina should dwell in them like Mesh Rabbeinu. Now, unfortunately, point out, this doesn't mean Nevua, because we all know. There's no Navi like Moshe. So, Pasha does not mean, it means Tishu Shechina, which is again what Shechina and Nebuah are, is exactly different things, are certainly different things. Shechina is, is a dwelling of the Kaddish Baruch on that person, what exactly that means, but Nebuah is certainly a higher level. So, they were really Tishu Shechina, it didn't Lemaisa, and the Shechina like Moshe Rabbeinu, Lemaisa has. First, I'll point out the door wasn't Roy Lakach, but the Roy was fitting that they should have the Shechina like Moshe Rabbeinu. Thirty of them were as Choshev, that the son could have stood for them like Yeshua Benun. Esrim Bain in the 20 middle, which means the 30 first ones were the 30 higher ones, Tishcha Shechina. The 30 Yeshua Benun were the 30 lower ones, and the middle ones, the We'll call the average Talmud of Hilazakin was somewhere in between. He wasn't as great as Tishra Shkina Moshe Rabbeinu, but he wasn't as shvach as just having Yeshua, the, the, the stun stand for him. So that's the Esrim Benim, is the 20 middle ones, we're middle of those two levels. That's what the Mashal says, Pshan and Iskimari is. So 30 on top, 30 on bottom, these are the 20 middle ones. Godel Shabakulan, who is the greatest of all the Talmud of Hilazakin, Yenus Ibn Uziel. Katan Shabakulan, the smallest of all them, is Yechelim Menzaki, who we just mentioned as. The person wouldn't say anything besides from his Rebbe. So we have now Hillel. His time was Yechlem Menzake. His time was Eliezer. Amr al Yechlem Menzake. Shleniach. This was said about Yechlem Menzake. Shleniach, he didn't leave, which means he had in his pocket Mikra, which is Psukim. Mishnah is Mishnayis. Gemara is the stereos of Mishnayis and the, all the questions of Mishnayis and the response to them. Halachais is Halachal Meshim Sinai. All the classic Halachal Meshim Sinais that are passed down from Moshe and Sinai. Agades is, we translate stories, but it means Agadites, the, the different Agades. Diktuke Torah, the Diktuke Seifrim. The Diktuk of Torah and Diktuk of Seifrim. So Rashi says this means, if you look at Rashi about, um, about a third of the way down, a little less. Diktuke Seifrim, Rashi says, Ribuya Isis, the extra letters, Shabbat Lidjish Ben Ribuya which we dash them from Things are Umarma, things are Umayit. Kigoin Ha'ezra, which we're actually going to learn in the next, in, in the next Gemara, right? Lahitzi Anashim, which will come up very soon, that there are times the actual letter of the Hay is, is, is coming to exclude, etc. Shadiktaka was very specific in its language. So he was an expert in Diktuke Terra, the, the Diktuk of Terra, which is extra letters and extra words, etc. How to dash in them. And the Dutte Seifer Rashi says, that they were added on, again, above and beyond the Torah. 
a doctor to be particular. After Meister Bias to see how people, because they were worried how people acted. Therefore, they made boundaries and fences around the Torah. So that's the two case from is the way the Seifim, the way the Rabbanan were extra careful. Extra careful to make boundaries around the Dinder Raisa. That's what Rashi says means Diktik Seifim. Kalim Vachamurim. Rashi says it means things that learned out from a Kalvachomer. Kalvachomer. Kalvachamurim. Things learned from a Kalvachomer. Gzeir Shavas. We know that we have two words which are learned from each other. Gzeir Shavas. Tukufais. Tukufais means the constellations. As Rashi says, the way the sun and the moon, exactly how they structure these Rosh Chodesh and all the other, right, the year and the, all, those, all those points which are all the Tukufos. Gematrios. Gematrio. Right. Baruch Hashem Shmuel is here to tell us what Gematrio is. He can tell us all the Gematrios. It's what Rashi is. It's all included. All included. All included. Right. Rashi says a few, few examples. It's all different types of Gematrios. The talk of Malachi Asharis, the talk of Shadim, and the talk of the day trees. Rashi says, I have no idea what that is. Okay, so Rashi says, no, we can't know either. Uh, so we can leave it as just at that. Rashi says he doesn't know. Lamaisa, I'm not sure which part Rashi didn't know. Sikhs Malachi Asharis sounds, it sounds pretty simple. They speak. So Rashmi said, uh, maybe they don't talk, maybe they don't speak. I'm not sure. Sikha Shadim, I'm assuming the Shadim also talk. Sikha Stakalim, Taka sounds a little bit strange. The Ritfa and the Rajma both say it means that the trees talk. They're rustling of their leaves, they're conversing and discussing things with each other. He knew how to understand that. This is always way beyond that. Rashmi doesn't know what that is. Rajma and Ritfa both say that's what it means. He knew the language of trees? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. But he said that trees speak to each other through infrared light. They reflect light differently at different times. And that there's a certain time of the day when the the trees, so to speak, all yell. And, like, there's, like, they reflect this tremendous infrared light upwards. And what what are they telling each other? (laughs) Um, Normally they're telling each other, like, don't bug me or don't grow where I'm growing. Really? Really? Like, like you can actually, trees will actually tell... Smaller trees not to grow so that they don't like take away the light. That's wild. But uh, but they'll. But I always thought that like, he he thought that they were singing Shira at a certain time of the day. Well, that's a screaming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a story yeah. of Cook. He was once walking in the street with somebody, and there was like someone behind him. Cook stopped all of a sudden. He turned around. He's like, "What just happened?" The guy's like, "What? Like, what, what? What did you just do?" He's like, "Nothing. I pulled a tree, a leaf off the tree." He's like, "Oh, so." <laughs> He's like, because this tree was singing such a beautiful shira, all of a sudden it stopped. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I should know what it was. Okay. Yeah. The trees won't grow into each other if you have two live trees. Right. right? But if you have, there's an example room in my house, there's a, there's a fence, which is an inanimate object. The trees will grow into an, an inanimate object. Really? That's that's what he's saying. They won't. There's some communication. That has right, to be he's saying that won't, it's wild. Mm-hmm. See, they'll only grow into a into a fence. Yeah, but they won't grow into. They'll never grow into each other. Right. That's wild. They don't grow into each Unbelievable. other. Unbelievable. No. Sichas the column. They always avoid each other. 
Uh, I was reading an article at some point not too long ago that certain trees will communicate through their roots and they'll actually send nutrients to other, other really? trees when they realize that they're lacking. That's wild. So. Wild. Okay. Where's the brush? It's unbelievable. That's what Rashi didn't know. All Chabur knows. I'm saying it's unbelievable. Okay. Right. Right. We should invite Rashi, Rashi to come down. Okay. Mishal is kaifsin, Mishal is shulim. The Mishalim of the washers, of the launderers, and Mishalim of the faxes. Rashi says these were common Mishalim that were used by the, those who were given to Chacha, those who were giving rebuke to Klayasol, the Nevi'im, etc. They used to often use Mishalim of either launderers, I'm not sure that, why that was chosen, probably has to do with Shuva, uh, do laundry, etc. Probably Shulim, Chvestish, they were the faxes. Those were the Mishalim that were often used. You also knew uh, big things and small things. What is that? The story with the Merkava, which is the famous Haftarah that we read, which is the least understandable part of uh, Nach, talking about the Merkava of the Shechina, exactly what I mean, the chariot of the Shechina, which is something which is way beyond their comprehension. is The questions of Abayev Rava, the questions that were discussed by Abayev Rava. Now, obviously, Rashi points this out, Abayev Rava were many, many years later, right, after Hillel Azakin, right, so it's saying about Hillel Azakin and his Talmidim, right, with Virchem and Zakai, that he knew even Abayas Abayav Rava, so of course he didn't know the questions of Abayan Rava, it's not only the question of Abayan Rava, it means that he would, the questions that were originally discussed by them, and they came out with some sort of psak on them, or some sort of answer to them, Later on, I says they were forgotten and rediscussed by Bayev Rava. That's what it means. They were forgotten and rediscussed by Bayev Rava. So it doesn't mean that they were talking to the shadows of Bayev Rava. It means the shadows that were eventually discussed by Bayev Rava. L'kayim HaShanemer, this is all to fulfill. HaShanemer, L'hanchel Oyevayesh, to Kashparuch, says, I will give a nachle, inheritance, Oyevay, to those who love me, Yesh. Yesh, we, we, we dash in his, his 310, right, Gematria, right, the 310 worlds. So those people who love me and they're always focused on, on my Torah, they're over Yesh, they're going to get Yesh 310 portions of the world to come. And I will fill up their storehouses. Now, this is a very interesting um, drush over here, right? The one is bringing this Pasuk, that Lekai, and this is to fulfill Mashanemar, what's, what's this Pasuk telling you? I will fill. Who's I? Kodesh Says the Ben Yadah, it means that Rechem and Zakeh didn't learn all these things. He didn't spend his time talking about the trees, talking to each other, and the shade talking to each other. He spent time learning a Torah. Kodesh filled up his, someone who, who, who spends time in Torah, Kodesh fills up their eights with all the other Chachmas as well. And this is true, it's a very, partially you say that they say about it, all G'daylim. Right? G'daylim have, have, have knowledge and way, way, things way beyond what they actually studied. How do they know it? From Torah. They studied Torah. They focused on Torah. And through that, they got tremendous other Chachmas. So the Pasuk is saying, L'kayim HaShanemar, the fact that Rechem and Zach can do all these things, it's not because he studied all these things. L'kayim HaShanemar, L'han Chalavayesh, I give them these 310 portions, I'll fill up their Eitzer that even things that they didn't learn they're going to know how they will know I just broke them see how they should learn all those things it could be I hear what you're saying I'm not, so many, it's, it's, it could be he means that it means in terms of you'll discover it 
or it means they'll be thrown in. Right? It's, it's unclear. Right? It's, it's really there. Right? It's, it's it's there, but it could be. It's, it's not right. It's, it's not, the way he's learning. It's like a school, right? To to know get everything else along with it, even things you don't necessarily talk about or discuss. They'll come mela. Whether you'll see the entire way, won't see the entire. Let's finish up to the Mishnah. This is the Kotan Shabakul Mechon and Zaka. He knew all this. How much more? The Goldosh Bakulan, who was of Reshma Nazir, how much he was able to know and how much how whole he was. And says, When he sat and learned Torah, any bird that flew over him, right away got burnt. As Rashi says, from the Malachesharis who were gathered around him to hear his words of Torah, it burnt up the birds that were flying over him. So he was, that was the greatest of his Talmidim, Rehus Menazil, and that was the level that he reached to. Of the Talmidim, no, of the Talmidim. Kodosh Bakul and the Chari means of all of them. So, I think you read it, I think it's a period. So Esther man in period. Goldosh Bakulan going back and all it says it says something descriptive about them. Right. And it says another Shlesham something about them. Esram Bainanim. So I think I think so I think it's just that's just describing the 80. Period. Then Goldish Bakul, the God of all the 80 is innocent. As the other Kotosh Bakul of all the 80 of them is Rikham Zak. I think that's the way it's the passion of the way the way the way it reads. Okay, Gabal the Gabay says a little bit late, let's just hazard over um this Gemara, a little bit, but uh